Hello. Before we jump into the show, we need to shout out our awesome new sponsor, Marquee TV. Man, I was so excited when we got the news about the sponsor. You all might remember from a few weeks ago that I talked about my new Shakespeare project where I'm learning everything I can about Macbeth. It felt like we said the name Shakespeare out loud and the marquee people appeared and said, (laughs) we gotcha. It really did. Yeah. In case you're not familiar, Marquee TV is a streaming service. They have theater, ballet, opera, documentaries. There's a bunch of behind the scenes content of productions. Basically, it's a fun way to nerd out about the arts. Yeah, it's a streaming service that will take you to the best theaters in the world from the comfort of your own sofa. I've already added so many things to our watch list. Did you know there's a ballet based on the works of Beatrix Potter? I did. They've got a little preview video of somebody dancing around in a rabbit costume. Peter Rabbit doing ballet. (laughs) I also added a few hip-hop dance shows just to balance out the dancing bunnies. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hopra. That's what they call it. They do. It's so fun. Mozart's Requiem from the London Philharmonic Orchestra and a bunch of Shakespeare plays, including Richard II starring my pretend best friend, David Tennant. And Judy Dench talking about her long relationship with Shakespeare in a master class. Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Sure. But David Tennant. Yeah, that's quite a battle there. Okay. There's a special deal for our listeners. Marquee TV is offering three months of their service for 99 cents. You get three months of all of this good stuff for 99 cents yeah. with the code SSOP. That cost seems absurdly low to me. Like first, I expected it to be much higher given the quality of the content, but also 99 cents. You, you can't park next to a theater for 99 cents. Accurate. Also, if you watch Marquee TV, you get to see these shows maybe wearing your pajamas and hanging out with your cat yeah. or your dog. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of indulge your own curiosity. You can see all the performances of Hamlet or maybe the first 15 minutes of all of the performances of Hamlet, and you don't have to rope your friends and family into all of that. Or you could watch Richard II over and over and over and over. <laughs> What's the best angle for David Tennant in Richard II? Trick question. All of them. <laughs> anyway, You definitely need to explore the website because there is a ton of really fun, fascinating, engaging stuff on there. I went in specifically looking for Shakespeare and I found a ton of other things I wanted to watch. Yeah. You can keep up with what they're doing on social media at Marquee Arts TV. You can visit their website at marquee.tv. That's marquee.tv to get three months of their service for just 99 cents with the promo code SSOP. Bring the arts home with Marquee TV. And now the show. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of the Appleseed Podcast. This season, imagine this, a crackling fire, a mug of cocoa, and family gathered around a great story. All you need is the fire and the cocoa. We'll take care of the stories. Join us in every episode of the Appleseed Podcast for folk tales, fairy tales, family stories, tall tales, and more, shared by some of the country's most beloved storytellers, and just right for gathering around. Make it a Christmas season to remember with the Appleseed Podcast. Find the Appleseed wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, a poetry collection to make you feel fierce. A modern take on a classic locked room mystery. Plus, our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. Right now, I am really enjoying reading the poetry collection, 
These are the words by Nikita Gill. I've mentioned this in my newsletter, but maybe people who listen to our show don't know that on my last birthday, I requested a specific journal and pen, and I started keeping a poetry journal to collect poems that I like. Yeah, I think that's a really nice habit. And one of the best sources for poems has been Nikita Gill. She's a British Indian poet, playwright, writer, and illustrator. I follow her on Twitter, and she shares multiple poems a day. She's the author of five of her own poetry collections, but she rarely shares her own work on Twitter. Instead, she features work by other poets that move her. That's nice. And I'm not alone in thinking that she's great. She has 127,000 followers on Twitter. (laughs) Good for her. And on Instagram, she has 654,000 followers. What? Which I was very excited to see. Go poetry lovers. And on Instagram, she shares her own poems. And somehow, even though her audience is huge, it feels really intimate and personal. Her new collection is called These Are the Words. It's meant for a YA audience, and I hope that it makes its way into teenagers' hands. But as a grown-up, I will tell you, these poems are very impactful for me, too. In an interview, she said that she wanted to address the things she wishes someone had told her when she was younger. So her poetry is exploring things like body shaming and heartbreak and first love and how to deal with your parents. What are safe ways to express anger? When is it appropriate to feel angry? Like these are life lessons we all kind of need. Yeah. I wanted to share a short poem from the book. Okay. It's called Another Story. You didn't like the last story in your life's book, so you wrote yourself another one. In this story, you do not wear your body as an apology. Instead, you wear it like a quiet revolution. You carry the future in the back pocket of your jeans. Say girl, say glory. Each step forward is an amen. That's really nice. Nikita Gill's poetry collection, These Are the Words, is out now. My book is Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. Alice Feeney is the author of Rock, Paper, Scissors, and Sometimes I Lie, both of which are mystery thrillers that have gone on to be TV series. Which I have on my TBR. Uh Uh-huh. My endless TBR. This one, Daisy Darker, is about a family. A family with a lot of dark secrets. Yes. They gather together in a crumbling Gothic house on a tiny private island. They are there to celebrate the matriarch's 80th birthday. They call her Nana. Nana is eccentric. She has a wall of 80 clocks, one for each year of her life. Oh, that's pretty cool. And she has her guests punch in on a time clock. No. (laughs) Go, Nana. (laughs) I read that and I was like, oh, Chekhov's time clock. (laughs) The family hasn't all been in one place for over a decade. And when the tide comes into this little island, they'll be cut off from the rest of the world for eight hours. I love a tidal island. Things go poorly. As they must. Yeah. At midnight, there's a scream. Nana is dead on the floor of the kitchen. And there's a poem on the chalkboard there in what appears to be her writing. What? Yeah. This book's been out for a few weeks in the UK where the reviews have been great. More than one person mentioned that it's a lovely tribute to Agatha Christie's and then there were none. Mm -hmm. But the author also finds a way to sort of make it her own, to make it modern. This book just came out in the U.S. this week. If you like the sound of a nice gothic locked room thriller, this is Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney. I will be reading that immediately as soon as my required reading for Strong Sense of Place is wrapped up. (laughs) 
And now our distraction of the week. I want to talk about this peculiar Newfoundlander habit of screeching people in. Screeching people in? Yeah. So this is a ritual they have for welcoming people into their community. Screeching doesn't sound welcoming. (laughs) Yeah. So I found out about this when we were doing the research for our Canada episode. Before I tell you about screeching someone in, I need to tell you about screech. Screech is a Newfoundlander term for almost any cheap, high-alcohol spirit, but it's been most closely associated with Jamaican rum. Mm -hmm. As the internet says, there was a time back when the Canadians were shipping saltfish to the West Indies in exchange for rum. Ooh, they got a much better end of the deal there. (laughs) The result of that trade was that dry fish became the national dish for Jamaicans and rum became the national drink for Newfoundlanders. (laughs) They call it Screech because a visiting America downed a glass of rum in one toss sometime around the end of the last world war. He screamed. When people came to see what was wrong, someone said, what the cripes was that ungodly Screech? (laughs) And a local person says, the Screech? Tis the rum, me son. (laughs) I just want to start using the phrase, what the cripes, as often as possible. (laughs) So that all brings us to the screech in. This is a ceremony that's performed on those who come from away to bring them into the community. The specifics vary from community to community, but the basics are mostly the same. It frequently starts with a ceremony leader asking if those present would like to become a Newfoundlander. The obvious answer is yes. And you're wrong. <gasps> the proper response is a hearty, Abi, which is a local form of agreement. They may have you eat what they call a Newfoundland steak. Mm -hmm. What is that? A piece of bologna. (laughs) I love it. And then they ask you a question. Are you a screecher? Or possibly, is you a Newfoundlander? Mm -hmm. And there's a proper response to that. The proper response is, Indeed I is, me old cuck, and long may your jib draw. Oh, come on. That's it. That's what you say. You can't just throw in a hearty I and call it a day. Nope, needs to be that. Exactly those words. Those words in common English mean, yes, I am my old friend and may your sails always catch wind. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. And then you drink the screech and then you kiss a fish. (laughs) Are we talking like a little peck? Is it a really romantic? Or perhaps slobbery kiss. I've seen a bunch of people do it, and it, most of them seem to go with a peck. Yeah, yeah, I think that would probably be the way to go there. Yeah. So the live or dead fish. That may have been the first question I should ask. Typically dead, frequently frozen, usually okay. a, usually a cod. All right, frozen's good. Yeah, the fish is passed around, and everyone kisses it on the mouth. Unclear if we've changed that in our COVID times. <laughs> and then, I mean, you got the screech in your mouth; it's fine. Yeah. and then you've been screeched in that's it some places make you stand in a bucket of salt water through the ceremony oh i like that that's really cute yeah some places have you wear what they call a sou'wester which is a floppy yellow Mm -hmm. hat you may associate with fishing yep i like the idea of making up a ceremony to jump people into the reading community oh we should think about that if you guys have ideas for what should be the ritual for joining the strong sense of place crew for example yeah Send them on to us. Yeah, drop us a line. I think tea or coffee or maybe the there's a whiskey called Writer's Tears that I kind of like. <laughs> Ooh, tea with Writer's Tears in it. Maybe you 
While balancing Moby Dick on your head. Mm, drop, <laughs> drop your favorite literary sentence or something and then run to the library. <laughs> Visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for more details about the books we discussed and to send us your thoughts on how we should welcome people into our readerly community. Yeah. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon.